0: And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf, and joining me in the studio today is Dr. John Vance. Hello, everyone. Well, John, it's nice to have you here. The last time we had you on the air, we had to tie you in remote because you weren't feeling that well. And so I'm glad that you're uh, feeling a little better and able to come all the way up here to the studio.
1: Thank you very much. Yeah, it's called sinusitis. It stays with me for a while. Uh, Still, you can probably hear it in my voice. I can. But uh, I, I'm fine. I'm feeling better than I sound.
0: Well, you're, I appreciate you being here. Um, today is the uh, 9th of February, which means that in, in less than a week, an important day is coming up. Uh, actually, a couple of important days, but uh, this one I'm going to focus on the secular aspect. You know, Certainly, Ash Wednesday is coming up mm-hmm. on the 13th, and yet today's discussion pertains to Valentine's Day. And um, I uh, I didn't have the privilege of going to, uh, of being homeschooled when I grew up as a young man, uh, child. I was in the public school, and I do recall that um, we would hand these little valentines, these little silly valentine cards, all the kids would hand it back and forth. But uh, I guess it had its place. But today we want to talk about Valentine's Day. I know in our church, um, the... Um, uh, we have a church with with elders, and uh, when they meet, it's called a session, and uh, the session meeting was originally scheduled for the 14th, and somebody said, hey, that's Valentine's
1: Day, we <laughs> shouldn't have
0: that on Valentine's Day, so it got rescheduled, so it is is kind of an important day.
1: Valentine's uh, Day did start within Christian circles, of course, and by the way, and furthermore, the... Um uh, it has no, as far as I know, no pagan antecedents. Uh, it, it stems back to some legendary figures of the third century. Uh, I could say a word just about that. Um, mm-hmm. There is this uh, story uh, that at least was told me as a child that there was a a man by the name of Valentine, and he was a good man, St. Valentine. He, in fact, was uh, a priest in the early church in the third century. And um, he had a practice of sending out greeting cards to people, and this became the root of Valentine's Day. More specifically, it was um, apparently he, he was a good man. You know, Saints, uh, St. Saint valentine, has, they have to be able to heal, and apparently he healed hmm. a, uh, his jailer's daughter or something like that. And then when he was finally jailed, um, uh, he sent her a valentine Uh, won't you be my valentine meaning (laughs) that uh, 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 i'm praying for you and uh, so forth but he he ministered to christians when they were persecuted so this family probably was a christian family that he was ministering to her and he was encouraging (laughs) the little girl it would interesting been healed but now that's probably all uh folklore Uh, there were some saint valentines in the early church in the third century and we but we don't know that it's traceable to any of these though one is buried in a church in Rome, Mm -hmm. under the altar or wherever Mm -hmm. uh, that person is buried. But that's the beginning and origin of Valentine's Day. It probably didn't really kick off, though, until the Middle Ages.
0: Okay. Are you going to do anything special on Valentine's Day?
1: You know, (laughs) at the church, we did (laughs) at times have Valentine uh, party. Uh, Oh, yeah. We'd do a little something of fellowship. It would be some games and fun uh among uh particularly the the young to middle-aged couples or anybody wanted to come and uh we i can remember doing things how much do you know about your wife or how much do you know about your husband yes and i know marlene and i had to participate in that uh but uh i've always tried to remember my wife on valentine's day uh and uh I've learned that flowers are better than anything else for me. They work well. (laughs) They work well. Yes, yes. And some ladies like chocolate. Yes. Something
0: about chocolate, yeah. Well, Valentine's Day is coming up. Gentlemen, don't forget it. It's uh, February the 14th. Uh, We're talking about it today. I guess um, maybe we need to talk about love. Um, There's different aspects to love, and uh, the Bible even um, has different meanings when it uses the word love, and if you are studious enough and know the Greek language, there's different meanings that you derive as you read those words in the Greek text, and maybe we could talk a little bit about that. I know we've got a break coming up in a couple of minutes, but at least get us started.
1: Yeah, there are a number of words in the New Testament, for instance, in Greek, of course, that uh, speak of love and different aspects and different kinds of love. Uh, we can, if you will maybe look at love from like a diamond there are different facets to it mm-hmm. and so we have different words uh, and we have different words to describe maybe certain aspects of lo- like married love as opposed to god's love for us in jesus christ uh, the new testament will use different words and uh, on the other side of the break i'll be happy to talk about a, a couple of those words mm-hmm. but let me say that c.s lewis Has written on this extensively and he's done a very good job. I think the work uh, that uh, goes under the title, The Four Loves. But he does mention and describe the various types of words for love in the New Testament. But in fact, he only does four. I think there are actually seven or eight different words Mm. in the Greek language. Not all of them appear in the New Testament. But in classical Greek, mm-hmm. uh, so so love was a very important topic in the ancient Greek philosophical traditions. By the way, mm. there's a whole symposium, if you will, or or a writing of Plato called the Symposium that describes Socrates with other philosophers uh, as they were around a, uh, a large table. Uh, reclining, as they mostly mm-hmm. did, talking about love. And there it's dissected inside and out in its various forms. So love is not just important, uh, let's say, in Christian circles, because it is. God For God so loved the world that he mm-hmm. gave his only begotten Son. And we think that, that God is love. That's the very definition of God. But even those apart from the Christian faith, uh, love is important almost in every culture and language and needs to be talked about.
0: Well, hold that thought. Uh, Today we're talking about Valentine's Day. This is Redeemer Broadcasting. The program is A Plain Answer. I'm Dan Elmendorf. In the studio with me today, Dr. John Vance. Stay with us. We'll be right back.
2: May the life we live forever bring you honor. May the love we share together always glorify. As we come before you, Lord, with hearts united, here in your presence now, Lord, we renew our vows and pray your peace will always dwell within us.
3: We'll be right back with our program in just a minute. Now a reminder that your gifts to this ministry enable us to bring you thoughtful, Christ-centered programming 24 hours a day. Would you prayerfully consider helping us with a tax-deductible gift this month? Redeemer Broadcasting is a 501c3 not-for-profit broadcast ministry. We're entirely listener-supported and have no advertisements.
0: Welcome back. You're tuned to A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. In the studio with me today, Dr. John Vance. We're talking about Valentine's Day. And, of course, um, one of the big subjects in Valentine's Day is love. And when we try to unpack that word, we generate a lot of interesting discussions. And uh, first I'll observe this, and that is... um, Uh, If you want to make a good movie, uh, you usually want to have some kind of a storyline involving love. Uh, That that always captures the imagination and attention of the uh, viewers. Now, um, when we were off mic for just a couple of minutes, we were talking about um, who can love. And uh, maybe that's where we should pick this up right now. Um, You know, we're Christians here. Does that mean we have the corner on love? (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's a good question, Dan. Actually, I, of course, any kind of love that is in our world and universe or in our hearts must stem from God, who is love. The Bible does define his very essence as, and being as being a creature of love. Now, we may have to define that. I I heard a good sermon once, and I'll refer to it in a minute, uh, that talked about what love is from a biblical perspective, But I think through God's common grace, he has allowed all creatures in some sense who are human beings in the image of God, all cultures to experience love. Mm -hmm. Let me put it that way. And so I think you will find even in unregenerate uh, or non-Christians or pagans, you can find a measure of love like a man for a woman and a woman for a man or uh, something that can be translated into love of country and patriotism. Mm or love for the tribe and and that is seems to me to be absolutely necessary even to raise children and to not be in a constant state of warfare. Mm. So yes, I think the the uh, non-Christian can experience a measure of love. Mm-hmm. Love is um it seems is a fundamental need
0: uh, of the human being. We understand we are made in the image of God and he's made us with this capacity to love. Even if we don't know Christ yet, let's say you're listening to this broadcast, and you're not sure about the Lord and um, you're not a you wouldn't call yourself a Christian, at least not at this point you've experienced love and um, you realize that um, the Christian teaches that God is love, and that you enter into what Christians call love relationship mm-hmm. um, with with this being this this heavenly being who is God um. So there's a fundamental need really. It's kind of there, like there is the a, way we're
1: wired. Absolutely. It's it's all part of being in the image of God. Hmm. Uh, I'm I'm using my memory here and recalling something uh that I read many, many, many years ago when I was studying uh in seminary and studying some psychology and so forth. Uh but I believe uh the author was Hobart Maurer, who was a as far as I could determine, a secular a psychoanalyst or maybe a psychologist. I'm Mm -hmm. not sure exactly what he was. But he said uh, in the reading that I was reading that human beings have four basic needs. Every human being that's ever born, one, they have a need to be loved, and two, they have a need to be able to love. And the second set has to do with your worth. They have a need to feel self-worth, and they have a need to believe that a significant other believes that they are worth something. Hmm. Now, now, love and worth, those seem to be built into everyone's needs. And that's part of what it means to be in the image of God and to be a human being. So, yes, love goes to the very basic core yeah. of our needs. And when we don't receive it, uh, we, we can be stunted. Uh, when mm. we don't give it, we can be stunted. Mm -hmm. Uh, I I remember was it in Texas where a little girl uh, was was taken in as a foster child and rather than receiving love she was locked up for years in a closet and she came out physically stunted I believe it but she was also stunted emotionally Mm -hmm. and intellectually because she had been cut off from human companionship and Mm -hmm. true love
0: so we're made to love really.
1: Made to love and be loved, or we cannot yeah. indeed reach our potential.
0: Yep, I was talking with my wife the other day and about um, some people want happiness, and that's their focus. You know, happiness for me. And we are contrasting that with the idea of um, service to others, and because it's just the right thing to do. And then happiness comes as a as a byproduct. In other words, our focus it, it's healthier and it's actually better. And it's more fulfilling to focus on serving others and doing what's right, and we would say loving God. And then the happiness, like, automatically comes. We don't even have to seek the well, happiness. Oh,
1: happiness is a byproduct. Blessedness it is. always is. It, it really is. You know, we are promised God's blessings when we seek Him, but it is yeah. in Him. To <laughs> seek happiness apart from Him uh, is to uh, be frustrated and end up yes. unfulfilled. Yeah, it's
0: kind of got the cart before the horse. Yes. Now let's talk about um marital love. Um God gave uh Adam and Eve um uh, a command to uh, uh multiply. <laughs> yes, f- fill the earth, subdue it, all of that. And and part of that is um uh children coming into this world and um there was uh there was obviously the act of love, um conjugal love. Um that 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 aspect is it's um, obviously it's healthy for Christians to pursue that.
1: Indeed, uh, love comes. This is where C.S. Lewis is valuable. He talks about the love of God, which the scripture, of course, uh, tells about how God loves us. And, and the love of God is set forth mainly in parables like the, the, the father who is looking for his lost son. Mm-hmm. And after he's wasted his living, and he sees him coming home, he must have been looking for him every day. And that is a lesson of who God is,
2: mm-hmm.
1: who loves the son and longs to see his betterment. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that's God's love. It it uh, it is free. And uh, but there are also other kinds of love or facets of love. If you will, there there is erotic love. Mm-hmm. God has put in the human being. Uh, in the natural sense, uh, erotic love, or we are attracted to the opposite sex, which begets children. Hmm. There is nothing wrong with erotic love in the right context, the right place, at the right time. In fact, it is absolutely necessary to uh, the human race's survival. Mm -hmm. And so God has placed in our hearts romantic or erotic love as well, and uh, I'm thankful for that. I have two children that are the product of that, and you have more. Mm -hmm. And isn't that a blessing? It is. Paul says the marriage bed, for instance, is undefiled. So it's not that Christians uh, are only focusing on the love of God for us or some kind of platonic love, which has no emotion or sexuality Mm -hmm. in it. That's almost pagan. Mm -hmm. No, uh, Christians believe in a full and robust love, that man for a woman, uh, uh, raising of children. And then there's that special love you have for your children and offspring. It's true. Uh, it, it's, it's a kind of loyalty and desiring their betterment. Yeah, that's it. C.S. Lewis says in one of his, his writings, the same one, that love always seeks the improvement of its object. Mm, now think no about point. that for a moment. Isn't that what God's love is for us? Yeah. He seeks our sanctification and improvement.
0: So when we try to correct our children, we, we sometimes fail at it, but we do it out of a heart of love. We really have their best interest in view. Um, now our children are older, and they
1: they've carved out their own carved out uh, their well own life now sort of thing. The, but through marriage, uh, yeah. they become, if you will, establish their own home uh, and pray to God. It'll be a loving home yeah. where they too will raise and have children and bless the Lord through their service.
0: Yeah, yeah. And I'm thinking too, um, there's a difference in terms of um, us as human beings made in the image of God and the animal kingdom you know the animal kingdom certainly will have um the ability to uh, replicate themselves as it were um you know i've mentioned it before my chickens out here <laughs> 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 that that's um that's nowhere near that's uh, that's not human love and that's just that just happens and you know eventually the eggs become fertilized and Uh, hen gets broody and it's just in nature and just out comes a little chick eventually it
1: so happens that sexuality in the animal world so to speak apart from human beings is uh is is a chore a difficulty it is not linked to pleasure and love in the same way that it is uh human beings who are in the image of god and you can see that in nature
0: oh yes there's a there's an instinctual uh you know it's like Okay, got to do this now, you know, type of thing. And um, poor hens, they hate it sometimes. I, I watched two um,
1: on on um, the the uh, National Geographic Channel. I watched two lions mate, mm-hmm. and they nearly tore each other up before yes. they were able to mate. It's it's not yes. a no. It's a chore. It's a, no. a b- But we sometimes think our dogs or our cats love us. Ah. Now I'm getting into a touchy subject here. Yes. Uh, it may be really that only human beings can truly love in the in the sense that the Bible talks about love. Now, our cats and dogs can be loyal to us and reach an extraordinary comfort zone with us oh, yeah, and allegiance to us. But I don't know that a cat or a dog or anything not in the image of God can express uh, or experience love in the way that human beings can. Yeah. Uh, in fact, I'm probably transferring my love feelings onto my – cat or
0: my dog yeah sure my my dad since he lost my mother um, he got a dog and um, it's it's great company for him great uh, companion as far as it will go and and the dog is a great watch dog and you know Plops himself up there on the couch while Dad's in his easy chair, and it's kind of <laughs> kind of comical, you know. He loves his dog, and he doesn't
1: get any judgment back.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. He, and notice I said he he loves his dog, quote unquote. But it's it's not the same love that he had for Mom. That's for sure. Oh no, it's, it's a, it's a it's, different sort of a, uh, emotion.
1: But Valentine's Day is a good day to celebrate uh, a love, a human love, one for yeah. another, marital love, one for another. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did it in in grade school too. hand out of these, yeah. You know I, what is interesting? Uh, the, the, really, I, I suppose Valentine's really started in the Middle Ages. That is yes. to be to be observed in the churches, and then at the Reformation, Lutherans and Anglicans particularly uh, kept it up. But in the mm-hmm. Eastern churches and the Catholic churches, they they observed Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. But there's a line in Chaucer, uh, the famous author at the head of the English, if you will, tradition of literature. Uh-huh. You know, everyone studies, I suppose, Chaucer's Canterbury Tales, and in there he talks about someone being his Valentine, so I'm oh. kind of going to guess that all of those traditions that that we associate with Valentine's today goes back to uh, the 14th century. And yes. Edmund Spencer, who was a, a great uh, Puritan and Protestant, uh, wrote uh, The Fairy Queen, and and he gives us a, a line in there, uh, roses are red, violets are blue. That's where that comes from. Kind of comes from that. Oh. area, so associated with That's interesting. Valentine's Day. So it, it's been, been observed in the past a great deal. Someone told me it's the second most popular holiday in America today. <laughs> Would that shock you? Yeah. Well, maybe. I don't know.
0: Um, so uh, if a listener wants to send you a valentine, uh, just send us an email, right? Send hey, us an you email doing? and
1: thank <laughs> us, yes. Uh, vice versa. <laughs> Not quite the same effect for me. Uh, you no. know, there are these electronic things. I've never sent one, but I no, get, I I get them from my sister, and I sit there and listen to the little <laughs> jingles coming out and that's little right. artwork. That's right. So I, th- that's acceptable in okay, today's that, age for sure.
0: Now, in summary, um, Valentine's, any advice for, um, let's say, a young family? Um, any advice for... Um, Maybe the husband.
1: Well, I hope he will always consider his bride his valentine, and um, that he will strive, uh, as the Scriptures uh, tell us to do, uh, to to stick with the bride of our youth yes, and so to uh, encourage her uh, and to love her. You know, when it comes to this kind of love, Jesus has it for the church.
0: Oh, that's well put.
1: The, the Bible is rooted in And deep and profound love of God, which comes to its greatest expression in Christ's love for his body Mm -hmm. and for you and for me.
0: We're always quick to say, Jesus, the one who loves us, who never forsakes us, he's always there. He always has his arms around us. And so let that kind of love uh, guide our marital love, that we are faithful to our bride Uh, Just like Jesus is faithful to his
1: church. By the way, love and commitment go together. Yes. If we struggle with commitment in the modern world, it's because we are struggling with a deeper problem, the problem of love. Yeah. Because what you love truly in your heart, you will commit yourself to.
0: Yes. It kind of has a roundabout feedback Mm -hmm. path. And if I don't feel, quote, in love, if I don't feel love, then I need to act out. My love and the feeling will come.
1: In the Bible, love is associated more with action than with feeling. Yes. yes. Now, let me tell you the sermon that I heard was probably the greatest sermon I ever heard by Dr. John Sanderson. And the title of his sermon is uh, What is Love? And he says, Love, and he took an Old Testament passage, mm-hmm. is not picking all your grapes but leaving some for the poor. Mm. That, that depicts God's love yeah. love is not gleaning all the corners of your fields but letting the poor of the land come in and glean the fields and by the way that's how Ruth met Boaz Isn't greatest love story in the
0: Bible well I see we're out of time already for this uh, edition of A Plain Answer I want to thank you for joining us today as we talked a little bit about Valentine's Day and we trust that you all have a pleasant Valentine's Day it's a little bit to go yet it's uh, on the 14th and uh, that's this coming Thursday and um, if you have any questions for Pastor Vance feel free to use our email address. That address is ministry at Redeemer dot org I'm Dan Elmendorf. Please join us again next week at the same time for another edition of A Plain Answer May
2: the life we glorify your name, as we come before you, Lord, with hearts united, here in your presence now, Lord, we renew our vows, and pray your peace will always dwell. Always dwell